welcome to the Excel Still More podcast. I am your host, Chris Emerson, and we are here to talk about tips and strategies that you can employ to deepen your faith, improve your relationships, and just get the most out of your life. Thank you for joining. Let's get started. I want to talk to you today about my favorite sermon illustration. It's called The Wicker Basket, and while I don't remember where I heard it, and I'm not sure how many times I've used it, I still remember it. There is a principle at play in this short story that has helped me through a lot of things, and more specifically this year as I'm going on this ESM journey and documenting things in the morning and trying to make the most out of every day and really tangibly looking to get better, this simple principle has helped me to understand the value of the journey even more than the destination. It is short and it is to the point, and yet this principle may be more valuable to you as you excel still more than anything we've studied so far. It's about a grandpa sitting on his front porch reading his Bible. Every day he sits there and he reads the scripture. One day his grandson comes up to him and says, Grandpa, why do you read the Bible every day? And Grandpa says, because it's important and it makes me better and I love it. And the kid says, you know, I've read my Bible before. We read our Bibles at church, but it doesn't do any good. It's not like I'm learning anything or it's making a difference. I don't even remember what we read last Sunday. So why do you keep doing it? So Grandpa says, look, I want you to do something for me. See that dirty wicker basket sitting here on the porch? I want you to take it down the hill to the pond fill it up with water, and bring it back. So the boy doesn't understand, but he is obedient and respectful, so he goes down the hill and he fills it up with water, and he walks back to Grandpa. But when he gets there, the basket is completely empty. All of the water drained out. I mean, it's a wicker basket. So he says, Grandpa, what was the point of that? And Grandpa says, why don't you do it again? This time, walk a little more carefully. Maybe you spilled to the left or to the right. So the boy goes down, fills it back up, carefully walks back to the top of the hill, and the basket's empty. At this point, the boy is getting a little winded and frustrated, and Grandpa says, how about one more time? This time, run as fast as you can. Maybe that's the ticket. So the boy goes down there, fills up the wicker basket with water, and runs back up the hill as quickly as he can, stands before Grandpa with a basket that is totally empty. He looks at his Grandpa, and he says, why did you make me do that? That was a complete waste of time. No matter how hard I tried, I could not get water to stay in the basket. And Grandpa says, look, I know that was frustrating, and maybe you feel like you failed, but I got to tell you, that's a mighty clean basket. Now, I want you to think about that illustration for a moment. What was Grandpa saying? He was saying, look, I read the Word every day. I don't know that I retain everything that I read. I'm not sure that I can produce for you some instant results, but I know that every day that I do it, Every time I go through this routine of opening the Word of God, the Word washes over me and I get a little bit cleaner, a little bit more prepared to do His work. Now listen, you can see the mistake that the boy made because we do this too. I want to see results. If I'm going to put in some effort, I want some goal at the end of it. I want a bucket filled with water. But when we are too goal-oriented, we miss something really important, and that is the process. The process of achieving a goal is more important than the goal itself. The process is where you change. You are cleaner. You are cleansed. 
You are more disciplined. You prove things about yourself. At the end, maybe you've got a bunch of water in the basket. Maybe you don't. But you have a clean basket. One that's capable of doing a lot of things. That basket can hold bread or fruit or be presented on the dinner table because of the process of change that you underwent along the way. This is so significant to me in terms, first of all, of Bible study. I think about Philippians 3 all the time, where the Apostle Paul was striving for the goal. But the goal was not some achievement of spiritual height. It wasn't some perfection or production. It was getting better. I just want to mature. I'm not perfect. I want to get better. If I can grow, 2 Peter 3, if I can increase and grow and learn and be changed, the results will take care of themselves. I'm pretty sure that Paul and Peter both would tell you that when they got to the end of their journey on this earth, there was very little water in their basket, but those baskets were clean. They had grown, they had matured, they had developed, they were of great use to God in a variety of ways they never imagined. Kind of like that boy who thought he was bringing water to his grandpa. What he was really doing was cleaning that basket so that grandma could use it to hold bread in the house. Okay, so I want to talk about what this means for you and how this works on a day-to-day basis. It's super encouraging because it means that the results that you're pursuing are not the gauge of success. It's the way that you pursue that goal. It's the discipline that you put into it that changes you. It's your changing that makes the endeavor a success, not the results that you produce. Let me give you an example of what I'm talking about in each of our fourfold excellent categories. If you sign up for the Excel Still More journal, you can go to excelstillmore.life and you can subscribe to the email list or you can purchase the book if it's been released by now right there on that site. What you're going to find is in addition to daily journal entries, at the beginning of each week, there are these two pages and there's faith, fitness, finance, and friendships. And what you're being asked to do is just document your progress. If you do something, anything in any of those categories, you write it down. And so by the end of the week, you may have several things in each one of those. Here's what I want you to see. It's the process of accumulating those things, even if they're not big things. It's the fact that you became the kind of person who does things like this now. You're the kind of person who can look back after a week and see that you kept going down to the pond. You kept putting water in the basket. And even though when you add up that list at the end of the week, it may not be some momentous, full Boston Marathon result, it's a different you. You're a different you now than you were seven days ago, and you've proven that over and over again. So let's start with faith. Okay, so let's say you're a member of a local church, and you attend pretty regularly, but you've never really gotten involved in Bible classes. You go to class sometimes, but you rarely ever do the assigned reading or prepare your lesson. And you look around and think, man, look at these people who have their lessons done and they know what they're talking about. I'm going to set a goal for the next month. For the next month, I'm going to do all my Bible readings, all of my assignments, show up to every class. And so you start doing that. You build momentum, you get good at it, you do it all month. You get to the end of the month and somebody says, so you've been showing up to Bible class all this time. You say, yeah. And they say, well, what difference has it made? Are you more educated? Can you quote passages to me? Do you think you're ready to start preaching? And so you sit there and think, well, I I guess not. I, I don't know. I don't know that it's added up to very much. 
And by the way, this is when a lot of people give up on their journey. They're trying to excel still more. They're trying to get better. But when somebody says, pour me a glass of water out of your basket of now freshly filled water, and you don't have any in there, you get a little down about that. But here's the thing. What you should tell them is, look, I don't know how much I'm retaining. I don't know if this is going to lead to me being a teacher or a preacher. But I have to tell you, over the last month, I have become the kind of person who prioritizes Bible study. Like, I get up in the morning now, and I start looking to my lesson for Wednesday night. I'm actually participating a little bit in Bible class. And when other people make comments, you know, I kind of, I guess I'm kind of beginning to understand what they're saying. And I'm learning. So I don't know that I can produce some result for you right now, or quote something, or even tell you what our class is about last Sunday. But I am becoming cleaner, and that's worth the journey. And of course, here's the double bonus. When you buy into the value of the process, before long, you will have tremendous results. I remember a woman from several years ago that we baptized, and she started coming to all the classes, and we were doing private studies, and and she was getting really overwhelmed by it. She wanted to keep going, but she just didn't know that it was doing anything. So she stuck with it, and she comes to my office about six months later, and she looks me in the eye, and she says, it was great, I love her. She looks me in the eye, and she says, Chris, I know stuff. And I said, what do you mean? She said, I'm getting it. Like, it's working. I had a conversation with somebody the other day, and I was able to say something about the gospel that I didn't know before. She trusted the process. The basket got cleaner every week, and before you know it, yeah, it was able to hold some stuff. And that's a pretty great result. Trust the process. Journal in the morning. Set your goals. Do a little more. Be wise small. Get cleaner. The results will come. Let's talk about another category. How about friendship? Let's say you go throughout the week this week and you just say, every day I'm just going to do something kind for someone. I'm going to be a better friend. Today I'm going to send out a text to somebody I haven't talked to in a while. I'm going to write a card for someone who is in the hospital or go visit a shut-in. Just once a day, something like that. I don't know what the results of that will be. I mean, I know it's a cup of water for every person you do something nice to. I know there's some produce there. But is it going to lead to some massive life change, some major shift in church culture where everybody starts programs based on your efforts? Look, I don't know. Who knows? The point is, that's not the point. The point is, if you can go next week and you can do something nice for someone every day and that begins to feel natural for you, that begins to drive you when you get up in the morning, one of your spiritual highlights every day is something nice you're going to do, and every time you do it, you just go write it over there in that section at the beginning of the week on friendship. When you look back, I don't know what it will add up for you, but I know you're a different person. I know you've become the kind of person, you've become the kind of person who can get up every day and decide to do something nice for someone else today. That is more important than any result that might come of it. In fact, if I can just be clear here, the process of you changing and purifying and becoming more useful by habit, that is the result. You are better. You are more disciplined. You have proven to yourself who you can become. The results of that The people's lives you're going to change because you cleaned your basket and you went through the process of working on you? Oh, you can't calculate that. What God can do with that will be beyond anything you can imagine. 
So look, on those two things, set some huge goals if you want. Say, with my faith, here's something momentous I want to accomplish by the summer. Or with friendship, I want to have everybody in church over by the end of the year. But just remember, accomplishing that thing is not the end of the journey anyway. Once you accomplish it, and sometimes people fall victim to this, they reach their goals and then they lose momentum. Here's the thing, whether you have everybody in your house this year from church or not, whether you succeed or fail in the big goal, it is a complete success that you made that effort and that you stuck with it and all of the little cleansings and strengthenings along the way. Okay, I want to illustrate the other two. The third category is finance. We all want to meet the big finance goal, right? We want to pay off our car. We want to get out of credit card debt. We want to save and prepay for a family vacation. Yeah, full basket of water. I gotcha. But let me just tell you, once you've done that, you know, you just kind of have to start over with the next thing anyway. It's not the big goal that drives me to be financially responsible. And honestly, I don't judge my success based on a paid-off credit card or a prepaid vacation. Those are really cool, but that's not what this is really about, is it? It's about me becoming a different kind of person. It's about me becoming the kind of person who doesn't have to be on Amazon every day. Becoming the kind of person who brings his own lunch to save a few bucks. The kind of person who is debt snowball-oriented over debt accumulation-oriented. I'm just trying to get better. I'm setting up the habits. I look over the last week at my section on finance, and I see I made a few good decisions along the way. I don't know if that's going to add up to Disney 2023 or not. Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't, but I'm different. I'm better. I'm more mature. And the results that come from that, like I said, they go far beyond what you imagined. Okay, and then lastly, just to make sure you're seeing this from all angles, let's talk a little bit about fitness Maybe you want to get more healthy. You've started with why. You know you need to be more healthy and fit for your family. That's great. And so what some people do, and successfully so, is they set some big goal. I'm going to run a 5K in November at this speed, or I'm going to run this half marathon, or I'm going to complete 30 straight days of an hour of exercise or whatever, and that's all fine. That's good. But, you know, you either meet those goals or you don't. Either the race day rains out or it doesn't. Maybe the basket's got some water in it after you've run up the hill. Maybe it's empty. But that's not what's really important, is it? What's important is that you've become the kind of person who prioritizes your health. You've become a person in touch with your why, and you're trying to put that into action. You're healthier. You're stronger. You know how to be more disciplined. And that'll bear all kinds of results. And honestly, in all of these categories, it can help you overcome the disappointment of not achieving a goal. I'll give you one for me. I have these exercise rings on my watch, and I've completed 30 minutes of exercise every day for, I don't know, 110 days or something. Well, yesterday, uh, I was way behind. It was a Sunday, and so I went out really late at night for a walk to try to complete it. Well, I guess I didn't walk fast enough because it didn't register. So here I am at 1130 at night, and I've still got 20 minutes to go on my exercise ring, and it was time for bed. So for the first time in 100-and-something days, I have a break in the exercise rings. So if the goal was 365 days in a row of filling up the exercise ring, then I guess you could say I failed. I mean, I can start over, but it's going to set me back a third of a year. But that wasn't it. It's not about how much I can accumulate. The truth is, nobody really cares anyway. It's about how different I am. It's about how my attitude about fitness has been totally rejuvenated. 
It's about how I'm getting up today and I'm going out for a run, even though that happened to me yesterday, because it's really not about the goal. It's about the journey. I have become the kind of person who cares about my health and the health of my family and who is committed to a lifestyle that'll have all kinds of benefits. Look, I I didn't make the 365 rings. Was that really the end game anyway? It wasn't. It would have been nice to have a basket filled with 365 rings, but it's me that's different already, and I'm going to keep that process going. And so here's what I would say to you as we conclude this. Thanks for being patient and following along. I hope that the illustration can help you, and here's how it should help you. Just keep getting better. Get up in the morning and do the little things. Ask the big, beautiful questions about how God wants to change you. It's less about, God, what do you want me to do? And it's more about, God, who do you want me to become? It's less about, what am I going to accomplish? And it's more about, how am I changing? How am I growing while I seek to accomplish this? Now, let me be clear. I'm not saying that you shouldn't have some tangible goal. Those are cool. I'm just saying that sometimes they're misleading And sometimes we think that that's the sign of success, but it isn't. If you keep trying to excel, if you continue to increase and abound, if you make a daily strategy to become a cleaner, more useful, more devoted person, you are a success. You are who God wants you to be. And what he can do with that, what he can put in that basket, the Lord only knows. So enjoy the process. Enjoy the transformation Celebrate the daily victories, and if ever you begin to get discouraged along the way, just remember the wicker basket. Thank you so much for listening today. If you would like to support this program, go check out our new website, excelstillmore.life. You can subscribe to emails there. There are book recommendations, show notes, lots of great things. We'd love for you to check it out. And don't forget to share this program with your friends if you think it'll help them. And you can always follow along on the Facebook page. And please remember, whatever you do today in the name of the Lord Jesus, excel still more.